Welcome to the rap party of Sound.Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers. And I'm Greg, and I suck at Transformers again. And this week, we sign off. Yeah, we're talking about Pop and Lock and Hypeways. Yep, naturally. That's the what this show's party. been about since day one. It was all leading to this. This <laughs> It's all been viral marketing. <laughs> Look out for the new issues. Um, spotlight, Pop and Lock. Spotlight, Pop, Spotlight, Lock, Spotlight, Hypewave. <laughs> Not two for him. No, no, no. He just gets the one. Mm, okay. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, welcome back. Don't call welcome it a back. comeback because we're not actually back. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to say farewell. Hi, uh, I'm Greg. As you heard in the intro, it's been a long time since we've gotten to speak. Uh, we have, we've. You may have noticed there haven't been some episodes in a while, so uh, we decided. You know, we we were trying to figure out the format of the show going forward and what we could do and. We've decided to to sort of let her off the old chain and and take the show not weekly. Certainly, we're gonna be hanging it up for a while. We're gonna just tuck it up on the shelf. It's gonna be Elf on the Shelf. You're gonna wake up every Christmas oh morning and you won't know where it is. That's right. You're gonna have to go look. You gotta sound find it. I'm not gonna tell you where it is. We're not gonna tell you. Uh, but when you find it, maybe there'll be something new there. Maybe there won't. Probably maybe. not. This got really, I think, away from us a little bit. But yes, to sum it, to bring it back around, this is our farewell for now. The Bon Voyage episode. There we go. The Bot Voyage. Bot Voyage. <laughs> Bat I'm so Boy. sorry, everyone. This National is exactly Empire. why we can't have a show anymore. Court order. Yes, we were actually... Uh, uh, Starscream is mandating that he's the only he one allowed like, to podcast now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. State he's media. He's really coming down hard with these new rules. But you know what? He's the he's our leader. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta listen to dear leader Starscream. I respect um, his decision. Circuit and I can't wait to hear his shows. The, 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 new, the only married news team. Mm-hmm. Is not taking it super well. But They're having fine. a bit more time adjust. Yeah, a bit more trouble adjusting for sure. I would love a mini series about those two. Oh my god, like, please! This just, is where we should be moving. Like, yes. listen, we put Sound Out Wave Elf on the shelf. Hasbro and IDW get at us to then take all of our just our hot takes. Here's our, our pitch just, meeting. Just quick wittiness and yeah and make a comic make, take make some the of these comics characters we insist on exactly we the are the market people don't even realize that they want until they get it don't worry about the comic book readers don't worry about the toy fans it's Mm-mm. the podcasters you need to court and we have you covered so uh, idw ongoing about circuit and Longtooth is his name is that it yeah that's yeah. it at least a mini at least a mini series for those two some spotlights i think are long overdue make it work um but yes we just wanted to to check in with everybody and and celebrate the show because we had a good time making it and so uh, much fun we we more than achieved our original goal which was yes just the comics that were in the humble bundle yeah that was what our initial when we started this over two years ago yeah it was let's let's get through the humble bundle let's in indoctrinate you into yes. this Transformers universe and we did it. You sucked at first, then you got better 
but now, and now he's stuck I've again. forgotten everything. He did, yeah, just um, right back out the old noggin. Although I will give a shout out to to our to friend of the show Samuel Jacques, who sent me a panel from the newest issue of Optimus Prime, yes. where RC very clearly declares we're not actually robots, which to me. Getting that admitted was the that, whole point of the show, which is I was why the show actually ending. That's exactly why we're ending this because right. we saw that panel and we were like, "We did it." Works. It was done. like the NASA, like let's, we we let's popped go the home. champagne. We we're like, "We did it, everybody!" Uh, let's, let's strike br- the set. Exactly. Like that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so we. To, to begin with, for anyone who wasn't aware, there was a Humble Bundle several years ago, and I think there was another one after that. But yes. it had not yeah, all sure. of the IDW Transformers comics ever, because that's a lot of comics, but it had Death of Optimus Prime, as well as R.I.D. and More Than Meets the Eye, mm-hmm. going forward from the point that it was at. I yeah, think. and it went and so, through, like, it took us through, like, Dark Cybertron. And yeah. I think that initial one t- went all the way up to issues 37 of both. I, That sounds right. I think it was yeah. late 30s or early 40s. Because it was before, maybe it was right after Robots in Disguise had the name change. Regardless, it was, yeah, it was late 30s, mid to late 30s was where that initial one went through. So that was the first goal, was to... right. And, have and you read through the books and us kind of take the, this journey together. And and you had discussed doing Transformers podcasts with other people who mm-hmm. were good at Transformers for what it's worth. Yeah. Or at least All better than ideas. I am. <laughs> yeah. I really I really wanted to do a podcast first of all and then, you know, you a good idea is to if you want to do a show, do it about something that you're good at. Like that's that's 101, babe. And so I'm great at Transformers and my initial all of my initial thoughts were right to have the other people doing the show with me were also going to be people who were great at Transformers who could and discuss the latest events in the latest and greatest yeah. in transforming. It was going to be, right, just kind of more people talking about Transformers who already know everything about it, talking to people who already knew everything about it. And then the opportunity presented itself because you bought the Humble Bundle just... On a lark. I spent 15 bucks and I was like, yeah, I know people who want me to read these. Mm -hmm. I'll read them. And yeah, and then it just, it ended up working out. I was talking to you and, because you already had your shows, you had done a couple podcasts and yeah, we're doing one. A sundry of podcasts over mm-hmm. the years. So I was talking to you about the show, the kind of show I might want to do, and we just stumbled upon the answer and we hit on something really good. And obviously yeah. we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it. We hope that you, the listener, did as well. It's a it's a fun format. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that I just want to say, a lot of people over the years have come to me, the old pro in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the advice that I would give them and I give to you now, listener, just try and think up a format for your show that's interesting. Because I had a show called Bracket that I did, and that's still going with other people and the idea is just do a sweet 16 bracket every episode mm-hmm. and this was let's go through these comics one by one or several at a time sometimes yeah it um, used to be several at a time and it, it just it works better i think there's too many podcasts that are just people sitting around saying so what'd you guys do this week and agreed i, I mean think... and obviously people like those as well and there's sure. certainly an audience for them and but yeah that wasn't we didn't 
feel like we had to make another one of those. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll say is uh, find find a smart friend if you're going to talk about a topic. Like, <laughs> I, I think that there are a lot of shows where two people discuss a thing and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... It was really good that our show had me, who is a, I would say, generally affable moron, and <laughs> I didn't know anything about the topic, and that was really fun. And I think something we found out was the one thing that Transformers fans like just as much as Transformers is getting people into Transformers. Oh, God, we love it, for sure. It's very exciting. It's Yeah. You get to share this cool thing that you don't get to share that often and it was a fun time doing that yeah it's certainly i think you you really hit on it there uh because i do feel like you're absolutely right within the transformers community we especially now within the comics we love it so much that i see it regularly with other people too that we're just always trying to get our friends to read (laughs) these books that are really really good and they're good beyond just being good transformers books they're just good comics and i think that they get passed over a lot because they are these licensed books like you said of of just being people see them and go oh i don't like the transformers or like oh i don't care about that they're good books even if you don't care about the transformers exactly like even but that's exactly what like you said i think people would assume well i know how this works it's autobots versus decepticons who cares um and obviously those of us who read these comics and love them know that it's about much more than that it hasn't really been about that since i've been reading in fact right it's gone all over the place it's been a family circus style map jeffy went all around the yeah, all around the garden and back yeah, again. Yeah, and... he he walked up and down the slide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was when Starscream became president. Was when Jeffy walked up and down the slide. Yeah, Starscream's reign is depicted by Jeffy walking up and down the slide. Right. There's your album art. I was about to say the same thing. So, uh, but you're absolutely right. This was not only, I guess, an informative show, but part of the fun was also because it was, I, I knew I was getting to introduce you to this. And I think a lot of people were also finding that they could use our show to intro other people who may be brand new to Transformers. So you, not only not only was it us portraying kind of your journey into this uh, franchise, but then it seems like it sounded like we were also helping out maybe some other people who were brand new to it. And that was Which, yeah, I mean, really if rewarding. that's the case, I think both of us are incredibly flattered and yeah. really excited by that and uh, very grateful. Thank you for listening Absolutely. and sharing the show with people who are trying to get into it. Yes. And we got to meet a bunch of really cool people like... Oh, for sure. I have friends through this show, and we also yeah. had a bunch of the creators on this show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we had good old James talking to him was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we meant to have more. That's yeah. that's I will say for what it's worth here at the end. Um. Yeah, I I think that's one of my only regrets is that we didn't get a chance to have more of the creators on the show because we certainly meant to, and it was a constantly a matter of trying to figure out what weeks might work and. Turns out they're busy people. Well, of course, yes, they're very busy. And then it would depend on when books are coming out. And you guys, anybody listening to this and who, you know, follows the comic schedules, we all know sometimes you don't know if a book is coming out until the week before it comes out. And so we were kind of always being caught off 
guard and it was hard to a bit harder to schedule people than we thought uh we got lucky the couple times that we had james on he, he a was a real sport of him, yes yeah. very generous very kind of him and a very. true monster who <laughs> history will not view kindly i think we can all agree greg still has some lingering i think feelings about james taking his position momentarily the only lingering feelings i have are for whirl Mm. and also ravage give us ravage back oh ravage oh hey yeah i should add him to that good cat such a good cat he could Um, fly ships even though he didn't have thumbs he was tunes the robot tunes he could fly a ship (laughs) Um, that does, I have some, uh, discussion topics that I thought might be fun to discuss here. Um, and you bringing up Whirl, uh, brings me to one of them, which is, on which bot has your opinion changed the most from, like, start to now? Oh, boy. Um. I have good questions. That is a good question. (laughs) Tailgate, I think. I ended up, Tailgate was just sweet good boy. And then the whole relationship got dark and rough. Mm -hmm. Um, It got brutal. Uh, I think that I want Cyclonus to be happy. And I don't necessarily like... I know a lot of people out there see this war between tailgate Cyclonus shippers and world Cyclonus shippers. I don't even necessarily ship Cyclonus and world. I like their color schemes together a lot. Oh, they're beautiful. They're gorgeous bots and they're both tall and they fight real good. They're real good. They're both Um, real big. And they just make a good lethal weapon team of, (laughs) of old bot who handles everything by the book and then loose cannon uh for sure putting it mildly the the loosest cannon around as i'm sure <laughs> fan fiction will reflect but yeah. um yeah tailgate i don't know he's just th- this is the problem and this is i think one of the problems we had with doing the show where comics would come monthly as opposed to being able to go through all the time. Yeah. In comic time, Tailgate has been a jerk for like five issues, maybe. Tops. But in real time, that's more than half a year. I feel like it's been even longer than that. Because I got to tell you, my... certainly don't come out monthly. Uh, Yeah. Um, My my bot that I was thinking of... Yeah, absolutely. uh, Yeah, it was also Tailgate. I had Tailgate and then Whirl, I think, as a... Not even a close second, um, but Whirl, I was definitely, f- at the start, it wasn't that I didn't like him. It was that I felt like I shouldn't like him. Mm. And so I was kind of fighting <laughs> any possible affection towards Whirl just because I was like, <laughs> no, he's not good. Like, he, didn't want to trust he fucked up everything. He well, fucked up everything. That, that I think I've explained this to James. I probably explained it on the show before. That was my whole reason for liking him, as I just thought it would be funny because yeah. I felt like I was not supposed to like him. Right. It was and like then I ended up genuinely liking him yeah well and i of course obviously we yeah he's very loved on the show we're very big fans of world here but i think that also speaks to the writing itself is because yeah world isn't good but that's also okay like it's he's chaotic neutral yeah and you know and then the further he gets in the story i think it's it's the it's why he and tailgate are kind of the two the two that i chose is because world becomes more i don't even want to say sympathetic because i don't feel that like i don't sympathize i think i just relate to him more i get him more whereas tailgate yeah i feel like got away from me like tailgate i can't understand anymore tailgate uh, yeah i don't like you said he's a listener do that's fine it's totally fine yes it's just that we're judging you (laughs) 
There you go. That's that's the show's official stance on it. Um, but I don't think anybody could deny that Tailgate has yes, he quite a different character. Yeah, and you you know your your feelings on that likely differ from ours. But yeah, so we're kind of in agreement that in the same way, it's Tailgate and World for both of us. Because like you said, it was a joke for you at first. Now it's like, oh no, this this spot's actually important to you. Yeah, he's I I well, I do just like the design a lot. Obviously, that's he's, a big part of it. It looks great. Um, I like any bot with just a single optic and also just anything that breaks out of the kind of like stocky football player look that most bots tend to have. Yeah. No, his his whole skeletal, his whole structure is yeah. just really unique. He's it's got to be very terrible good to draw. So hats off to every artist who's done it, like, <laughs> including hard, you. You've drawn, now, drawn World a lot. I have drawn world quite a bit. It's usually only from like the waist up, but still. Uh, I I did draw him in VR once, and I think I drew oh, yeah. him from the waist up as well. I think I just did that. You did a beautiful job. Well, you could tell you. who it was. I'm glad. That's what I was going for. <laughs> as long as people know who I'm trying to draw. Um, yeah, I think uh, overall other characters that have changed a lot include... I think Starscream has gone through a lot of development, if not God, change. He's, um, yeah, he's he's really just, what a good one. I love the way he, well, yeah, he's Rod, been written very well. We've been very lucky. Yes, I think Rod has kind of it, it tempered himself in some ways. <laughs> I think he's kind of gone from the role of careless hotshot to like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta put these guys in action. Like he's kind of gotten a little more hard assed because he has to be, not yeah, in a way that's unlikable, but just sure. like he's gotten he's a little bit more responsible, like yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's a, a very bit. good way to put it. Where, um, yeah, initially it was, I'm gonna take this ship and I'm just gonna take off with all my boys and we're just gonna, you know, a, a frat house around the universe looking for the Knights of Cybertron. And now, yeah, there's some. There's a weight there, and I think he's he's been uh, yeah he's a been affected to... by that yeah. Um, the color scheme reflects it. I love the new color scheme for him, by the way. It's I'm very always... pretty. That's um... good. It was weird at first. It was drawing at first. Oh, you Un- know what? Understandably, what's up? Going back to the original question of of which opinion has changed the most, maybe RC. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good answer. Because RC sure was just totally like <sighs> just a, another prowl. One dimensional. She was very yeah. She didn't have a lot of uh personality. She didn't and have a lot of personality or character or anything. She hasn't even like changed from being the hard ass badass or whatever. Yeah. It's just that we got more screen time in more interesting scenes. Like yes. of of her actually making decisions and reacting to things in a way that's not just you know, video game antagonist. Right. These little one-line edgelord kind of... Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever to sound cool. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's another good answer. I um... would I would agree with that. So then my other questions... Let's go down to another one. I, sure. The first one I have written here was, what was your favorite moment or arc in all of the stories? Like, of everything we've covered so far, did you have, like, a favorite couple issues or a favorite, even if it was just, like, a little moment? I, one of the things that I, the first thing that came to mind was Hedonia. I just really, Mm. for some reason, I I really, really like these kids goofing around in human form. I like that. I like the swerve, swerth issue. Yeah. Um, The holoforms are just very good. The holoforms Um, are very good. 
The issue, uh, I think probably like the best issue is the one that, and the one where the one that ends with, um, tailgate getting his powers, right? Oh yeah. That was a heavy issue. Yes. It was super heavy. It was incredibly well done. Yes. Um, elegant chaos and the, the, those are obviously very, very well done as well. Um, I'm trying to think if I had like a bang on the like hundred percent favorite thing. Um, Everything in Till All Are One was good. Yeah. Uh, Waspinator's just a sweetheart. <laughs> I want Waspinator to be happy. For sure. Um, we'll have a we'll have a, a semi annual checkup on Waspinator. <laughs> what about you? What 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 is your favorite sort of arc or story? Well, you named so many good ones. One I had that I had kind of chosen when I was thinking of this question was Elegant Chaos mm. because and almost specifically because of this show. Like in the course of considering all of it, not only is it a really good uh, moment in the story of More Than Meets the Eye, but when it came to doing it for the show, it was fun to reread it. And it was also a total nightmare rereading sure. it. And like Absolutely. the notes I was taking for it, I was like really stressing, making sure I was like killing everything in like any question you might have, any callback we might need to make. I really wanted well, it to be a really good episode. And then we recorded for like four hours to get that one. I, that's why you do so much more work on this show than I do, because Anytime I would be reading something and I just didn't understand, I'd be like, and now I'll fill me in. (laughs) (laughs) And I will. And that's what I'm here to do. And and I'm happy to do it. That's why I feel just so much that the the show could not exist without you. So I appreciate that. Oh, Um, for sure. Like you said, Elegant Chaos is a really good example of that, of this is this highly complex sort of locked room situation where everything is going to be in a self-contained loop and... Mm -hmm. It will all work out, and the way that it does that can be as elaborate as possible. And the fact that it's pulled off at all is very impressive. The fact that it's pulled off with genuinely emotional story beats and really satisfying conclusions to a lot of different things is really good. Like, I'm still really, really impressed by the the, the point one percenter spark thing, because... Mm -hmm. Megatron has to be better than everyone else because he's incredibly powerful and incredibly strong and indestructible and all these sorts of things. And then he also has to be exactly made out of everything everyone else is because he's this leader of a people's movement. He's a total like bottom rung proletariat person and yeah. so the the method of salt of, of squaring that circle i think was really really well done it's i mean um, it's right in the title it's a very it's yes. such an elegant way to do it like he he explained it perfectly like it makes i mean you know when you take time travel and whatnot into consideration right that is what it is but even then it was well this is why we have a ship that can quantum yeah it man i certainly couldn't have come up with it but you're exactly right it was a very um yeah graceful solution because there wouldn't be any other way to explain why megatron having that spark would have been put in the mines like he just wouldn't have been that wouldn't have happened and if that like if the whole thing was done just to explain that point it would have been worth it but like even on top of that there's a lot of incredible development for everybody in there the moments of like 
brainstorm who you should be hating this whole time because he's the one that we're chasing and the one trying to essentially ruin everything like has this really great romance b plot that comes out of nowhere it's so satisfying it absolutely like you feel betrayed by brainstorm initially like oh man i was really pulling for this guy and now he's he's starting this and we got to go find him and this sucks because this guy that we've liked so much is now our enemy and we have to go find him and then you catch up to him and you're like oh no brainstorm is fine and oh god well no now i feel bad for him (laughs) and there's that panel that i love so much that is his kind of callback when he's explaining when he went and he saw um cork again and just i love that panel so much when he's looking at him because even with a faceplate he looks so in love with quark in that panel yes um absolutely it's really really beautiful and yeah like you said it would have been enough to have elegant chaos be there to explain megatron but brainstorm's entire story is also incredibly like it carries such a weight and it's very satisfying and just further endears him to all of us because i think i at least went into elegant chaos liking brainstorm like i said you like him and then you're like oh no well we lost him and then by the time (laughs) you're done you're like don't kick this guy off the ship i will be so upset if anything happens to brainstorm he has to stay here and then yeah everybody's a little bit more you're a little Um, bit more endeared to him by the end of it so in terms of of i think it's it's tough to say that that's not the best work that we have covered on this show it was um yeah and like it was and it was a lot of work but it was so satisfying because it was such a labor of love doing the elegant chaos episode was yeah like we put a lot of planning and there was so much effort put into it and again such a long record and moments that we had to edit out and yeah it just (laughs) tough ass work james but it was worth it. And I think we had a really good show that we that ended up being the end product there. And that actually leads me to another question I have. Sure. And the reason it leads me to this one is because of my answer for it. Uh, do you have a favorite album art? Oh, man. Yes. All yeah. of them. <laughs> I just like, I, like, every week I was thoroughly impressed with, like, the, the first one that comes to mind is the one that I think has the most jokes packed into it. Which is the one with Whirl in the Christmas issue. I was going to ask if it was him holding the baby. It's tough Whirl to not pick chopped. that one. Um, I, I really just keep cramming more things into that. There's so many that I love and that I think are underappreciated. All of the, I, I think the Dark Cybertron ones are really good. Oh, thanks. Um, I had so much fun with the first Lost Light one and coming up with the wall names. Mm. Oh my um, God. That one still. Like a lot of our album arts. I'll go through and like they still make me laugh because Greg and I laugh at our own jokes all the time. Oh, and yeah. yeah, the album art still cracked me up. That one, yeah, I can't go down that list without <laughs> laughing. It's um, you did a great job. I I'm, like that I'm, one because it was a collaboration. I'm going through everything on on Twitter right now. I mm. do really like the Dark Cybertron ones. I really like. I I know that they never got sort of the social media currencies we were hoping for, but all the graphic ones are really good. Like the Shadow Play one, I think is phenomenal. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, those ones were fun to do. It's that's a style I really enjoy doing. I don't I, get a chance to do it a whole bunch. For some reason, I'm still Seaver and Arrow with episode 15, which is Bumblebee yelling at everyone to shut up and go to bed <laughs> because Metalhawk's wearing a nightgown. Metalhawk is wearing a nightgown. It just has the sleepiest look on his face. He's this a- Baby. Boy. 
He's just tuckered out. He, want, he doesn't want anyone to fight. I love how much you love that one. It's so I really good. do. It warms my heart that you love it. Ultra Magnus Ace Attorney is really oh fucking, really fucking well done. And also just having your client straight up murdered hundreds of billions <laughs> of like more. Really fucking funny. Um, God, <laughs> there's some fucking gems here, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's fun. Like, I realize, sorry, everybody listening, this is us just sitting around going, God, we're so great. We are um, so great, though. But one, it's true. And two, I we're, yeah, I'm very proud of a lot of the, the album arts. And those, again, were fun because, like, the wall of names was a direct collaboration where I was like, if you can come up with names, I'll draw this picture and then we'll, like, put <laughs> it on I the memorial. And I think I came up with, like, 40 and 10 minutes. Like, Oh, God. You... <laughs> very quickly there was an email sent to me full of names or wherever you put it and i was like yep i didn't think that would take that long um but but not only that like that one was a direct collaboration but you know and anybody who listens to our after show knows that we would discuss it like sometimes it would just be me being like i don't know i'll come up with something before tomorrow it'll or before friday but a lot of them were either joint ideas or just straight up your ideas but it was a lot of working together to come up with a lot of these the jokes and the gags that ended up being album art covers so that's another endearing quality there um maybe my maybe uh my favorite art might be magical world um that one's so good i love magical (laughs) world very much here lies Optimus prime beat to death permanently by the thundercons in an alley we were really fucking funny so hard i kept cracking up even just drawing that one and i feel like i was texting you like this is still fucking hysterical to me it's still so funny because um, just, just <laughs> I, i'm we had so to... <laughs> into the idea that that's how optimus prime would die that like the stunticons just gotta jump the on him were like get him and just, that was it that was that how was the end of prime Megatron legend so long. yes they just got him and that was it <laughs> they're like i'm over this shit let's oh. go get him Boy. And they did it permanently. It was some, some, all said and done. Some good um, shit here, man. Go back and look through our episode art, everybody. There's some fucking winners here. Please do. We we both worked on those album arts. So I hope, yeah, I hope everybody else got a kick out of them too. Um, yeah, the one I had written down, the one, uh, this is why it reminded me of the previous question, was because of episode 28, which is the one with Drift's gold card. Oh, yeah. Purely because I spent so long on that stupid illustration. I remember. And it was such but it was because it was a labor of love like i wanted it to look exactly the way that it did and i was so pleased with it i was dead tired i was exhausted (laughs) when i was done because i was working on it for so long um but i i I still really like i love that illustration i'm still very happy with it but that and but the the accompanying time it took and the satisfaction of it being done and looking the way I wanted it to is why it was the one that came to mind usually when I think about which one is my favorite. But it is hard to choose. Like if we had to choose just one that summed up the entire show, I couldn't. I don't. I don't know what um, it would be. I don't know. I might go with the Amica Friends cover. That's pretty good. That one's real. I love that one. With everybody in their hollow forms drinking milkshakes. Or, you know what? The one right after that, episode 40, is just side character appreciation sleepover. That's oh a pretty gosh. good summation of our show. 
<laughs> That's true. That's a good one. That would be a good one. I could see that being the case. I just remember that one was so funny because we posted that episode with that album art and it blew up. Like, because, yeah. and everybody was mostly confused, but they liked <laughs> it because it was a bunch of these robots, all these like side character robots wearing Kigurumis and just eating snacks and having an appreciation sleepover. So I feel like we were getting a lot of reblogs um, or retweets. From people well, who, even if they weren't listening to the show, they were still like, oh, I like whatever's happening here. Well, the so, other thing is, I do see the the sort of episode description of that. I just wrote in all caps, Prowl gets knocked the fuck out. So maybe that's what people <laughs> were excited about. It could be. It's just Prowl getting the shit beat out of him. It could absolutely be that. Did we ever, I don't think Prowl ever made it onto a cover. Besides his I face on the not. gong and Optimus Prime hitting it. I do remember that. I'm looking, I don't see him on it. I don't think he ever made it. I did a I did a tally one time of like you, which yeah. characters have showed up how many number of times. You did. Um, I don't think we've ever had like Chrome Dome or Rewind on there. Only I think in that was form. That was the one. That, oh, you're right. Yeah, that was something surprised me that I was like, we've never had this character on there. But yeah, well. no, there are a couple characters who you would think because even yeah, I'm trying to think like we never had like Jazz on a cover. We never had. We had Secret Agent Jazz. Oh, that's true. Which oh, is yeah, another one. Of my I favorites. love that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's good because he's in a suit. It's real nice. Yes, I'm glad Jazz made it onto a cover. <laughs> God, I. You know what? The other one that I would say might be able to sum up our show is fucking Starscream and booty shorts and workout gear. <laughs> That's that's our that's the last that's episode art we had. Uh huh. That was. That's why we're into the show. We just can't top it. We, RC confirmed they're not robots. Starscream was like, "You're never gonna do better than this." And we know when to throw in the towel, and we that know was when the to, time we gotta go out on top. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Listen, we've we've done it. We've accomplished what we came here to do. We got these." The, this admission of them not being robots and we drew the most beautiful star scream this is yeah this is the time to go star. bow out while we're still killing it i'm glad um we did job. it thanks for Proud being along for the ride good work <laughs> um and then i only have i do have one more oh but yeah i love sure. all of our album arts i really really do and i know that's obnoxious coming from the person who drew them but they're all get at good me. man i love them you should be real proud of them i'm very proud of them i really am i love them um but so then this i only had four questions written down but i thought sure. we would get some good discussion out of them so my last question that i have here is of course bring you back to the heart of the show what's your favorite ship oh boy uh the lost light got him good he got me he got that, me that'll do it for us this week everybody boom uh, uh, favorite ship? Gosh, um, is it a cop out to say Chrono and Rewind? <laughs> it is not a cop out. Um, no, wait. Um, gosh, I don't know. We can I talk wanna... about mine while you think about yours. Yeah, because we all know ahead. what mine is. Don't even trip, everybody. Everybody knows what it is. Obviously, it's them dads. Waspinator and I don't dad know, Waspinator in a cup of juice. <laughs> That's Waspinator's greatest love. Waspinator's just so excited he got this juice. He's lit. that juice? Um, I don't know. Favorite ship, Chromia and Windblade? Okay. I don't know. I, 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 mean, I, I wish we could have gotten more Windblade. Um, that's fair. Gosh, I don't know. Come back to me. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, of course, mine is... Yes. Minimus slash Ultra Magnus. 
and Megatron. It was just, and I know I've talked about it on the show before, but I'm going to talk about it again. It's my show. Um, The fact that even before it felt like James was really leaning into the two of them, because I don't think anybody, like nobody can deny anymore that they were clearly, there was something there. James has all but admitted it. Um, But even before that, like very early on in Megatron's time on board the Lost Light, um, I remember I practically like scandalized my friend by being like, what about this idea? What if Megatron and Magnus are into each other? And she was like, (laughs) what? It was like this revolutionary idea. And I was like, stick with me. Here are my reasons. And it was for all the reasons that then ended ended up up being like real. Yeah. Like they're both responsible, mature people who are like, oh, thank God. Somebody else on board this ship can appreciate where I'm coming from. You know, I think I might have an answer, but it's not really necessarily a ship so much as just like my favorite dynamic between two characters. I love it. Hit me. TC and Fairborn. I love it. I just really, really like like them the way that they ended up just being like you know what we're both kind of sick of everything let's get away from these people yeah and they just go out with buster and have a good time around the world like i'm super into that uh yeah no that's a good answer and i'm with you i think it's a really great relationship and it was a very interesting way to take it yeah because we don't usually get usually when the humans are interacting with the bots it's it's mostly kind of what we've seen Right, of of like we all got to work together, or we're all enemies with each other, and yeah, like you said, Marissa and TC both have this like shared understanding of like, oh fuck, like I'm sick of my people, so like I left, and Marissa was like, I'm now also sick of my people. (laughs) Let's go, let's just get out of here. Like you know what? I don't want to deal with this. Why are we dealing with this? And then they just stop dealing with it. I turn into a literal jet. Hop in. Let's go wherever we want. And I gotta say, I'm real jealous of Marissa. No kidding. And I'm jealous of TC. I want to hang out with Marissa. I'm jealous of Buster. Buster's adorable. Because it'd be a fun puppy. So we're both we're jealous of both Marissa and TC because they get Buster. And then I'm also jealous of Buster because she ha- gets to hang out with Marissa and TC. There you go. Just what a great just a group good, all together. Just give them a fun little ongoing where they just solve crimes in small towns. There you go. IDW, get at us. Um. Yeah, I think that would be my answer. And I'm, That's I, a good I, one. I appreciate that answer. Yeah, they both it, they have a lot in common, even if they won't like really admit that. They're just people sure. who have other stuff going on than the bigger thing that they've been conscripted into. Yes, yeah, it made for a really cool dynamic and one that, again, I don't think anybody would have expected. Right, at the they beginning. don't even really necessarily like each other. It's just that sure. they have so much common ground. It's that, similar like, to Megatron to Magnus. At least you know sure. they're at the beginning. It was like, well, at least there's somebody here who isn't, you know, Rodimus. <laughs> at least Magnus now has somebody to talk to who reads, um, <laughs> you know, just to set that bar pretty low to start. But yeah, I think in both of those case- cases, we there's that appreciation for the bigger, the relationship beyond, I think, you know, what you could take to be, well, my favorite ship, because... Sure. Obviously, there are fantastic actual ships in the. Yes, I mean the people. the stuff that was actually canonically covered is just really good. Like of there's nothing around that, as far as I can tell, this has got to be some of the best romance that's ever been in a Transformers comic, and some of the best oh, romance uh, in comics in general. Hands down, for sure. Like 100 percent on the Transformers, and I would agree with you on just in comics in general. Um, and yeah, all of those are really good. Uh, the canon ships. 
But then it is, it's neat to look at these other ones and kind of look at the multiple layers provided and see, well, this is why these people do actually work very well together and they, they make sense together. And I like that our answers came from two different titles. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So it shows it's not just one writer bringing, you know, everything. Because we, we lucked out really hard in that, like, all of for the, the most part, is, yeah. for the most part, for the most part, we really appreciated. We got some really good, really thoughtful writing from all of the titles. Uh, I totally agree. And I, 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 do we have anything else we want to cover? I mean, the show's not it, the show's not going away. You'll still be able to listen to it 100. percent Yeah, um, like we still have our site up and everything. And, and we we might pop in every now and then. Who knows? Right, like that's kind of where we're at. So like it's bittersweet right now because. Like we said, we did what we set out to do and, you know, we thought of different ways we could take this and obviously there, the the episodes even before this, we were trying out some new stuff. Um, but when it comes to what we set out to do in the first place, it was it was a perfect time for that. And yeah, when we did it. And so if if something else comes up, we I think both of us would be happy to pick the show back up and see what we can do with it. But for now, we are putting it on the shelf. Um, we both have other things that we'll definitely be working on. Yeah, I just launched a new show. Tell them about you're working that on stuff. Yeah. OK, so quick. Yeah. Step aside with me, everybody. And so I do a show show about another show if you are at all interested in the um the adventure zone which is a tabletop role-playing actual play show by um the McElroy family they uh they were playing Dungeons and Dragons now they're just playing tabletop role-playing games um but if you like that at all my sister and my friend and I started a a discussion show on that I wouldn't call it a review so show much so much sure a, a coverage type of thing yeah or just like when the, it's similar to when you finish an issue of transformers and you want to talk about it with your friends uh we would finish listening to an episode of the adventure zone and want to talk about it and we decided well what if we recorded ourselves doing that and that's what we did so it's called romancing the zone and great name thank you that was mine and so you can find our show at romancingthezonecast.com. And then we also have a Twitter at romancingzone. And we are on iTunes and we're on Google Play. So that's what, that's, that's the one I'm working on now. And then you can always find me on Twitch. I'm trying to do more of that. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. And I am miss underscore autobot underscore city on Twitch, which all of you understand that name. A lot of people who see me on Twitch don't know what an autobot is. So it's confusing to them what my name means. But what, now, what is an Autobot? I'm amazed you don't already have some snide answer for that. Oh, I'm sure I could come up with it. <laughs> an Autobot, I got nothing. More like an Autobot, IMO, TBH. There you go. Um, yes, everyone check it out. The first episode's out and it's very, very good. It is a fun Thank listen. You. Your co-hosts are very fun. You do an excellent okay. job with production. The theme song is incredibly catchy. Thank um, you. So everybody go check that out. I am working on video games. We love um, video games over here. We love the games. Um, I hopefully before the end of the month will come out with my first game, which is not actually a game. And also I doubt no one will be able to play it because, um, it's a VR thing. It's called, which is sweet VR. It is 
sort of a cool space you can go to and hang out and cast spells. So that is what I am making. Um, once it's done, hopefully before October is over, the witchiest month of the year. Of course. I will put that out and it's free. You can download it. If you have a Vive VR headset, you can go in there and get that and it's fun. Um, but for everyone who doesn't, I'm going to, once it comes out, stream myself playing it a little bit. I don't oh, cool. know what my Twitch account is or if I have one. Um, <laughs> but follow me on Twitter at Greg L. Mercer. Follow the game studio at Ace of Wands Games, A-C-E-O-F-W-A-N-D-S-G-A-M-E-S. It's a game studio I found with my girlfriend, and it, we are making a lot of very cool stuff. So keep an ear out for that. Yeah, go check that out. I am bummed that I won't get to play it, but I'm glad you're going to be streaming it. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I I imagine not many people will get to play it because it does require like I I it, over time I would love to make a non VR version of it, but sure. because so much of the UI is tied into weird hand stuff, um, I'll have to figure out how to do that. But I will definitely stream it because I want people to see that I made a thing. Yeah, see this cool thing that you're working on. I'm um, excited about it, and exciting. I'm excited Thank that you. it's coming out so soon. Yeah. Um. So I think do we do we have anything else to close with? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, we just gotta tuck in the Transformonauts. Those Transformonauts? You know what? You've been up too late. It's been a long day. Everybody, listen. Get Everybody get into bed. Stop stop goofing around. Get into bed and we'll read you a story. One last story, Transformonauts. Which one do you want? Do I all get chaos again? Is that okay? Everybody agree? Okay. Yes. That's the one that they want. (laughs) 